When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case Watch. Confirming the body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Hi, Mark and Charity. My name is Tara. I'm from Greeley, Colorado. And you kind of started my podcast obsession. And I have to say, ever since, I have not found a podcast as good as yours. So, great job, guys. Love you. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's so nice. Just give up on all the other podcasts. And it's just so funny because if we're her first kind of podcast, this is kind of, well, not maybe not yours, but my first podcast I've ever done. Not my first that I've ever done, but... It's the coolest one I do. I mean, it's probably just because I'm here. By the way, I oh, have to- Oh, see how to... you jumped right over that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to give Charity a compliment. You are? All right. So I'm a different kind of guy. Me and Charity are, are friends. Yes. So, but Charity usually comes in here like she's going out to a ball. No, her her okay. hair all done. No, your hair's always done. Makeup on. All right. Can I, can I, say, can I interject a little bit? Sure. I am a hairdresser. Yes. So I do like to make sure my hair looks nice, but go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But you always come in here done to the nines. I try. And then today, <laughs> I come in, Charity walks in, and she's in a baseball cap. I am. With a ponytail through the back of it. Yep. And uh, just a, a hoodie. and Yeah. And I was looked at, I was like, Charity, you look hot. See? I'm like, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> it's I, I, awesome. <laughs> so I've come to this conclusion that when women are dressed up, they're dressing up for other women. Oh, absolutely. We don't care what guys think. Because at least here, I don't. Here, like Charity does, in her eyes, does not put any effort in. And she, I, she comes in, I was like, Charity, you look great. Yeah. yeah. Your husband's going to be so happy when he comes home and sees you dressed up like a, that. A guys say that all the time, actually. that they pref- Some t- guys prefer when you put less 
Absolutely. Just in like a t-shirt or whatever. I don't know. You know what guys really like is when you dress in their clothes or yes. guy style clothes. Well, unless you steal all of their things. Yeah, I don't, don't have any hoodies left. They don't love that. Yeah, that part kind of stinks. Yeah, but, they're not huge fans of that, but whatever. But hey, I guess that's part of the game. Let's jump right into best of the week. Meow. <gasps> so exciting. Mark, I'd like to start this one out. And we don't tell each other what one we're looking at. So no, if I'm focused on one that she's going to read. Too bad. I try a new one. That's why we get all excited about who gets to read it first. So go ahead. This is by our friend Vanessa Lee Fielding. And it is a photo of a cookbook. And it, was that the one you had? <laughs> yeah, oh, my funny. God. That's so funny. And it says this actually exists. 50 ways to eat cock. Healthy chicken recipes with balls. Uh... That's amazing. I Beavis. love that. I Kimberly, love that. <laughs> Kimberly Marie posted one. It's a picture of a Nancy Drew book. Oh, I saw that one. And it's the curse of the ancient dildo. <laughs> oh you definitely need to go check that one out. The ancient. I wonder if it's about that, that story I told about the guy who made the first air powered dildo for the, the pelvic massaging. It's very possible. It's very possible. Um, Lisa Angove, and I hope I'm saying her last name right. I've said it before, but um, it says, I tried to make hot dogs with ham, but I'm not hungry anymore. Um, they look like cooked penises. Oh, my. I guess I did see that. Yes. I liked it. Uh, Danelle had one that kind of I'm going to put into my arsenal here. Okay. It's got a picture, and it a, has a, a woman saying, ooh, undress me with your words. <laughs> and the guy says, there's a spider in your bra. <laughs> Oh, my God, that's awesome. That one would work. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'd be out of there if it was a real spider. Oh, my God, I love this one. Chris Lynch. For those who don't know the difference between a crocodile and an alligator, the crocodile is the one next to the alligator, and I can't tell the difference between either of them. Oh, my God. I have no clue what's what. I wouldn't want either of them. Oh, I, I have to mention this real quick. Sorry. Christopher with a K. Hey, creeps, do you know the Muffin Man? Okay, so there was a little discussion under here about that. We are going to be having... I'm going to be honest. I didn't know what this meant when okay. I read it. So it has to do with nursery rhymes and the such, and um, there is going to be an upcoming episode in a couple weeks about that. So we're just going to leave it at that. So thanks, Christopher. I'm excited about that one. You I actually be. commented on this one from Kim Groves. Oh. And it's got a picture that says, How to Calm an Angry Woman. And it's got a cat on his hand, and oh. he goes, Meow. Yeah. I, and I wrote, I will try this and report back. <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to work well for you, Mark. I'm just saying. Hey, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Daniel Finch. When I when people think of fall, they think of pumpkin spice. I don't, A, I don't like those people. And I agree with him. I think chili. I can't wait to make my chili recipe here soon. I want to taste your chili recipe. It's I love delicious. chili. I just don't like it too, too spicy. I don't either. So basically, okay, who makes really good chili is, surprisingly, Wendy's. So I actually found a copycat recipe of the Wendy's chili, and I modified it over the years. And now it's like perfectly suited to what I like. Oh, excellent. And it it's delicious. I'll be honest with you. Really? I'm excited, actually. Very excited. Vanessa Lee Fielding also posted one that says, how to piss off a teenager. One, say good morning. Oh, yeah. 
Now, there is a teenager who lives in this household, mm-hmm. and I concur. That, that's, a very, that's a very wrong thing for you to do. Do not make contact in the morning. Two, sing any 80s song. Yeah. Although nowadays it's sing any 90s song, too, because that's, that's true. That's like so You're not like cool. so old. It's like old people. You're music. so old, Mark. Three, say I love you in public. I mean, you should do it on purpose in my eyes. Number four. Tag them on social media, oh. especially in embarrassing situations, or like a photo of them when they were little or something. Not I used cool. to tag Aubrey in baby pictures all the time. Did she you get hated help? Hated it. Yeah. Number five, breathe. Yeah, breathing yeah. really. Bust. Sometimes that does it. <laughs> um, this is from a um, a newer crime creep, Lynn Case Conan. I hope I pronounced your name correctly, and it's a picture of a tree with no leaves and it looks like it's all middle fingers and it says found my spirit tree love that oh my god this one's awesome vanessa's been busy in chat yeah she has she's been on point it's a picture of a gentleman holding a bicycle oh i saw that one too (laughs) i see them all guys (laughs) and it says well i've brought the bike and i brought all the kit how do you think i look and the shadow behind him looks like a giant penis Oh. Check out that bad Larry Charity. Yeah. Oh, this one's a little serious. Um, Rhonda Metcalf Ball shared a post. Uh, Caitlin Sutherland posted it. Missing person report. Please just give this a share. Jacksonville, Florida. Jessica Norton, DOB, August 14th, 2000, about 5'4 or 5'5. Brown eyes, shoulder length hair, or possibly shorter, around um, 130-ish. Get... Give or take. She isn't from this area, so she doesn't know a lot of people. Last known sighting on the west side. And last time she was heard from was October 22nd. She might be in danger with the crowd she was in. Please, if you see her or you see this, call 828-772-6544 or 904-955-7150. And there's pictures of her. Again, her name is Jessica Norton. So, guys, um, thank you for posting that because this is what the... Crime Creeps page for. and uh, Best of the Week is about as well. All right. So to wrap it up, and then I have to ask Charity a question. Oh, okay. Crystal K's Warfield says, what is the proper topper for the Christmas tree? This is a topic recently between my husband and I. So while he was at work, I put an angel on top. Oh. So you have a choice of a star, an angel, or either. I did check angel. Because okay. that was what was on my tree. Yep. But do you know what's on my tree now? I could nothing. Only guess. A because it's November, people, and B. Oh, he's angry. We don't put trees up anymore. We stopped last year. Oh. Last year was our last. No, the year before last was our last with a tree. Yeah. We're treeless now. We love it. Treeless. Yep. We I asked put- her kid, and he's like, "Listen, A, I'm never in the living room, so I don't True. even care, and B." I don't care. I put either. <laughs> I put either or for that. I, I I grew up with either an angel or a star. I believe the star is what we currently have now at my home. But gotcha. I'm okay with an angel as well. But hey, people, do yourself. That's all that I care. Do, do what you. makes you happy. Absolutely. Do all you. right. So now I need to see if charity is in what I consider the minority. Oh, okay. Because I was all right. I was blown away the other day. Okay. Me and Kristen were sitting down. We were eating. I was eating this exact bag. Laffy Taffy, guys. Laffy Taffy. Um, it says there's 50 pieces in it, but it only looks like there's about 10. There's not many left. Just saying. 
So it works out perfect. Yeah. She loves the banana ones. Awesome. I hate them. Yep. I like all the other three. Okay. So I take out all the banana ones and give them to her. I have something to talk about after you finish your little rant. Okay. Sorry. And then now I'm reading off funny dad jokes to her. And she's just like, <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. She's not finding you funny? No, not at all. Oh. You're going to be on her side. I can already tell. Okay. And then she looks at me. She's like, where did you get all these dumb jokes? I'm like, um, Laffy Taffy? <gasps> Laffy Taffy has jokes on them? And I didn't know that. That's what she said to me. Oh. And I was like, it says it in the title of it, Laffy Taffy. I have never oh known God, that. Oh, God, another one. In, them, in my life. And then I hold up the bag where it says big jokes on every wrapper. And she's like, oh. I've never paid attention. My mind is and then blown. I said, pick up one of the ones you've been eating where it says right on it, jokes on every wrapper. Where's the joke? Inside or on the back? And the jokes are right here. There's two jokes here. And they lift up the flap and the answers are right there. Nah. Here you go. Here is a Laffy Taffy charity. Oh, my God. I can't read it because I don't have my glasses on. I'll, all right, I'll read this joke to you right here. It all says, right. how do camels blend in? Oh. They cover their toe. Camouflage. <laughs> I left my hands. <laughs> wow, Charity. That, that yours is better. Laffy Taffy, you can hire me. I'm yeah, here. Anytime. You can have Laffy Taffy 18 plus and I will respond for your answers. You're welcome. The lady who just figured out Laffy Taffy has jokes on him wants to work for you. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Give it to a fat old guy who's been eating them forever and <laughs> no, knew about the jokes. No, my responses are better. Okay, hold on. All right, I'm a little upset because I am in the minority minority when it comes to flavors of that type of candy. Okay. Skittles, sour Skittles, Starburst, um, Laffy Taffy, anything that's fruit fruity. I only, only, only like Mike and Ike's. I only like the lime, lemon, or orange. Orange, ew. No, stop it. You don't like strawberry or cherry? Because they're not, they, they don't taste like real strawberry or cherry and neither does grape. Who came up with the grape flavor? Come on, people, pipe in, please. That does not taste like any grape I've ever had in my entire darn life. I like it. Uh, no, I, <laughs> grape doesn't bother me, but the most point, like I get like a, a bag of, of Starburst or Skittles and I had to pick them out and the Skittles turned sour apple for a while. They just recently went back to the original lime. Yeah, sour apples too was, I didn't like it Guys, it's upsetting. It I think is. I think I need your help, guys. I need, I need some, you know, of my flavors. You were so funny. I know. That, that just brought me up to something else where oh we were talking about weird stuff. I think I may have told this before. It was so funny when like I discovered A, that Kristen didn't know that Laffy Taffy had jokes and B, she loved the banana. And I was like, this is perfect. We were at McDonald's. I would say the first three months we were together and we got, you know, nugget meals. Mm -hmm. And then like, I see her like digging through her nuggets. I'm like, oh my God, she's just like me. Cause I only like the ones that are shaped like Italy, the boot. Oh, the boot. Yep. And like I'm watching her, she's eating all the round ones. Oh, she likes the round. Oh, perfect. And I looked at her and I said, "Can I ask you?" Now keep in mind, we we're only together for a couple of months at this time. I was like, "Can I ask you something weird?" And she's like, "Oh boy, go ahead." Because like, <laughs> she already knew you enough by this point. She was a little nervous oh, yeah, about yeah. your questioning. I'm like, "You you just eat the round ones?" She's like, "The islands." 
I'm like, you call them the islands? She's like, yeah. Oh, that's I have the only ones I like. I'll eat the other ones after, but I like to eat all the ones. I'm like, that's cute. I'm like, I hate the islands. And now we've, every time we get nuggets, we just switch. That's she perfect. gives me all of the boots. There I you give go. her all the islands. There you go. I was perfect. Like, How perfect is this? I don't this? think you've talked about that. I, I thought I did on a live show at one point. Oh, but, it's possible. Who knows? Oh, well. Oh, well. All right. So I was given a case by our up north creep. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Karen. Hi, Kia. Karen's one that I know. You do know Karen. Um, and this is a case that she just wanted us to read real quick because it's a new story and it's local. It's a New Hampshire story. So it is. I said, send it away and I haven't read it and I'm going to read it right now on air. So it says, man pleads guilty to machete strangling killings of two men sentenced to life in prison. Oh, my. Woo. Woo. Manchester, New Hampshire, a man accused of murdering two men at a Bedford hotel last year pleaded guilty to the crimes Monday, and he was sentenced to life in prison. I remember when this case happened. See, I don't. I, w- I don't know the specifics, but I was working. It was a work night. Okay. And I had to completely rearrange my route because this hotel area was all closed oh. off. I do remember so this. So wait, it happened at a hotel? Yes. Oh, read on. Theodore Lucky told the court he is not a monster but rather unlucky at love in an hour-long monologue that sparked outbursts and disgust from the victim's families. Oh, my God. This is interesting. Now, just in case you missed that, he said he is not a monster, but rather unlucky at love. And his last name is Lucky. That is awesome. It is. I stand in court today taking full responsibility for what I did, Lucky said, Lucky said that he and Nathan Cashman, 28, were cellmates in a prison and became lovers. Oh. Woo-woo-wee-woo. Woo-woo-wee-woo. But when Cashman got out, he wanted to end their relationship. Despite gifts and cash over the years, Lucky became enraged. Oh. I mean, what happens in jail is supposed to stay in jail, isn't it? I mean, it sounds like they had quite a bond if they were living together and had a relationship together. And there were very high emotions involved is all I'm going to say. Prosecutors laid out the evidence in an excruciating detail, and he was in the oh boy. I'm going to leave it in. Just leave it. I in. made a mistake, and yep. I always, I always bust charity's chops. That's right. Ready, news guy. In three, two, one. In that footage, the defendant can be seen stabbing, striking, and even sawing Mr. Cashman with the machete as he is trapped in that small area behind the desk. Oh, he was mad. He was Whoa. angry. Yeah, this guy is not a good dude. 
Prosecutors said Lucky's first victim, David Hannaford, 60, was also a former lover who traveled to New Hampshire from New Jersey with Lucky. Hannaford was found tied to a hotel bed inside the country inn and suites. He had been strangled. Oh, my God. This guy is not a good dude. I'm going to say straight up douchebag. All right. Well, I might I might add something for you in a minute. but Okay. Well, I'm just reading from what I'm reading right now. Yeah. He described trying to... Tying him to the bed, sorry, under, again, the guise that he would be having sex. He, wow. So, wait a minute. The guy that he was tying to the bed is he, not the guy that he was in jail with or is? I don't think so. I think this it's is a different dude one. that he was in a relationship with as well. Yeah, he said that they were going to have kinky sex. Okay. And he tied him to the bed. Okay, got it. He described using the shoestring, tape, and electrical cords from around the room. Cashman's family stood up one after another to give victim impact statements. It was his 83-year-old grandmother, Ellen Cashman, who looked at the killer in his eyes and told him off. She said, Who do you think you are? You kept chasing him until you killed him. When it says on the death certificate multiple machete wounds is why they died, that is very, very cruel, man. Why do you think you have the right to do this is beyond me. I would have probably said a little more. Shoot, that was nice of her, actually. Yeah, she kept it kept it in check for sure the family broke into applause when the judge sentenced lucky to life without parole lucky blew a kiss to the family on his way <gasps> out of the court okay so grade a douchebag so was this a passion killing <sighs> i'm just asking i don't know in my eyes no okay nope this is not a passion killing in my eyes all right because he lured people into the same spot to kill them true true that's not that. No, that that is. He planned it. Is what this you're is saying. completely. Yeah, this is completely thought out, planned out. And Got a guy I to feel come in like from out of town and then tie him to the bed. Yeah, give like he was going to get some kinky fun stuff, and then he was like, "Yeah, this is not going to be. This would be fun for me. This is going to be you. kinky and fun for me. Yeah, not for you." And I also feel like in most passion killings, if they're if they're labeled passion killings, the person who committed the killing is very much um, upset and. Has extreme remorse, usually. Yes. This guy does not. Oh, no. He was all like, yep, did it. Going now, to jail. Another thing, most like passion killings, killings. Killings. I've gone, gone and moved out west. <laughs> wow. It, it's because uh, I don't even know if I've said this on this show yet. How I wasn't going to ever watch Yellowstone because Kristen liked it and she oh, refused to watch stuff that I like. Oh, so God. Well, I gave in. Did you? Are you all caught up? I've, I'm all caught up, and I watched this week's episode. Uh, do you love? Beth? I love Beth Dutton. Yeah, you do. I'm actually kind of like Rip too. Rip is like, a delight. I like, I like oh, them together. They upset each other. Yeah, they, those two are phenomenal. Great yep. show. So maybe I'm stuck back in this. You know, and Kevin Costner does a wonderful job. I have to say as well. Kevin Costner is one of my favorite actors. We've talked about we it on have. this show at length, and I've been laughed at at numerous people. But he's so versatile, and he's he such is, a great actor. He does a really good job with this. This is like the number one show out right now. Oh yeah, it has been for a couple of years. It's a delight. I more uh, so back to the subject at hand. I more take a passion killing of, in my eyes, like say I came home and my wife was sleeping with my brother, and I didn't suspect anything, and I caught it happening in front of my eyes. And I lost my my S H I T. That's more of a passion killing in my eyes. Maybe a, a woman comes home, finds her husband sleeping with his coworker, which he's been saying, oh, "We're just friends." 
Okay, but then here's a twist, and right? And she freaks out and kills. That's what I consider. I just recently listened to a podcast, and it was about a crime that- I don't remember covering this crime. This no, it was, a, di- it was a different- This is the only one there is. But anyways, <laughs> um, I like to listen to the different deliveries. Because they're different than ours, and that's okay. That's- we're more, uh, people have figured us out. We're yeah. more have fun talk, talk right. about cases. You want more in-depth case? I mean, right. it's not us. Right. So I'm eating my Laffy Taffy. He is. So um, they were talking about um, this fella that was out of his mind on PCP, I think. Okay. And murdered, dismembered, and ate a friend. Um, and they pleaded insanity because it wasn't his fault because he was on PCP. Okay. Okay. Well, he chose to put that PCP in his mouth. All right. I can see that. All right. So to me, you have that decision. I understand you freak out, but I don't know. I'm so torn with these passion crimes. I really am. It's so hard. And each case is so different. I don't know. Yeah. This one, not a passion crime. No, this one, I can agree with you. This is not a, this is just a guy who like really just wanted to. And I'm not happy. Nobody's going to know what else I want to know. I kind of want to look into this a little more and find out why he was in jail the first time and why he was released, right? Okay. Because was it a violent crime that involved- That is right? that is par for the course of wanting should to know. He, That's should a he good not reason. have been let go? I agree with you. And as we're going to find out in our case coming up, that some people I just think cannot be rehabilitated. That's just my opinion. All right. My opinion going in is I agree with you on that. Yeah. But Let's this is a two-parter, this... guys. I'm sorry. You're going to have to wait like another week. That's all good in the hood. Yeah. Well, let's get right into it. Let's right. find out what it is. So many people might have heard of him before. Not Mark, of course. <laughs> I have, but again, I have not really read into him fully. All right. I'm going to stop real quick. <laughs> Mark's upset. Oh, we were supposed to talk about this earlier, I think. Yeah. Before Charity was in the Crime Creep group and it was just me. Like Mark's, I felt like I was king of the castle. Guys, Mark's a little jelly. You guys have to give him some love. <laughs> I barely get tagged and stuff anymore. Nobody sends me messages. Nobody Wait a sends minute. Me I have to say, we've been tagged this past two weeks, you and me both, a couple yeah, and times. Re- re- if I'm tagged, I always like it or respond. Guys, I don't know if you have noticed, Mark has been doing a much better job at responding in the in the. Group. I have more time now. Yes. But- I think a lot of the people that would say, like, I, I sent this to Mark and never heard back from him. Did you guys send it to the email? Because our email apparently has been broken for like four months. Guys, Mark wants some DMs. <laughs> he wants some, he wants you to he wants you to slide into his DMs. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking for people to slide into my DMs. I deserve it. Guys, give him some love and send him to just say hey hey Mark, we hey, care hey, about hey. you. He's feeling a little hurt, guys. Hey, hey, so. hey. Meow. <laughs> All right, let's get on to our case. Charity is absolutely loving every minute of this. Okay, sorry. So his name is Donald Gaskins. Okay. Have you heard of him? I have not. Guys, that is sh- I'm in shock and dismay right now. You are not because you know I don't pay attention to names. Mark I don't has, remember names. I know that I know a lot of the cases. You'll probably recognize it. Mark has no more crime cards for me to take, guys. We got to get him some more. Right. Okay, ready? I am ready. Donald Henry Gaskins was born on March 13th, 1933 in Florence County, South Carolina. He was born to an alleged 14-year-old girl named Yulia Parrott. I'm hoping I said her name correctly. It's an interesting one. I got some information from a book I read, quote unquote read, with air quotes. Called I the, read the books the same way. Yeah. Called The Meanest Man in America, The Life and Crimes of Serial Killer Donald Henry Gaskins by Charlie Lark. He actually has a little more information in there than I was able to get. Um, and I don't know, again... 
some of this information, all of these stories, I feel like you have to take with a grain of salt. Some of it, you know, some of the information you get may not be 100% correct, but you hope that it's pretty close, especially when it's back in the 1930s and such, you know. But anyways, I would I would suggest you guys, quote unquote, reading, actually reading the book or quote unquote, reading the book. <laughs> so Yulia came from a horrible home life in her own right. She was very poor and sounded like it was very dysfunctional. She supposedly had sex with her neighbor, Mr. Gaskins, for one dollar each time. Dollar? A dollar. Now, this is that her family was very, very poor. This is how it's thought that she became pregnant at such a young age. Hence, his last name being Gaskins. Yulia named him after his birth father. It's no wonder she wasn't ready to be a mother, given her circumstances and her age. When little Donald was just a year old, he drank a bottle of kerosene. And this caused him to have convulsions until he was three. Oh, my God. And everyone was just fine with that, Mark. Just let him. T- he's just having an episode. He's fine. I love when you do your little side jack. Yeah, he's fine. He was always very small for his age and gained the na- nickname Pee-wee. He actually didn't know his real name was Donald until he was much older. How sad is that? He thought his real name was Pee-wee. That is a little messed up. That's really sad. His mother was said to enjoy prostitution every now and again. After all, that was the best way she knew to make money. So in my eyes, she came from a poor family. She That's how she made money when she was younger because she needed it. So why not, right? Unfortunately, Yulia didn't seem to have any care for Donald at all. She was known to beat him on the regular and humiliated him sexually. And I'm not sure what that entailed. Yeah. But it didn't sound good to me at all. Don't think I want to know. I don't either. I don't know if she made him like take his clothes off in front of people or who knows. It's just sad. Such a not way to live. She used Donald as a means of money as well, thinking nothing of taking money from boyfriends and clients, allowing them to sexually abuse her young son. Wow. Yeah. Uh, This childhood is not just bad. It's horrific. His mother clearly didn't want to be a mother. It was also said that Donald didn't really have any concrete male role models other than his mother's many boyfriends that live with them off and on. Yulia finally married one of her many lovers and went to have went on to have more children. Donald seemed like the forgotten son and his stepfather only added to beatings and abuse. So this is like the worst of the worst, right? Mm-hmm. You can't get any, we've heard these stories before. You can't get any worse than this. At age 11, his life took a turn. He dropped out of school and started to hang out with two other boys in a similar situation. Now, remember, he Pee-wee's his nickname. He was obviously made fun of a lot in school. He didn't want to be in school because he was made fun of. He was very slight in stature, and he had a chip on his shoulder, oh, obviously. Yeah. Um, and the other boys also came from an uncaring, came from uncaring homes um, and were free to run about, kind of doing whatever they wanted with no supervision whatsoever. Listen to this, Mark. The three boys named their gay, their little gang the Trouble Trio. Oh, I like it. Do you I, like it? I would have done the Trio of Trouble. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Right. But, uh, well, you're right. You're right. Yep. I mean, maybe if he was still with us, he could, re- you know, remedy that. I'm going to send a sternly worded email to his heirs. Okay. I'm sure we'll, we'll see. We'll, hopefully they'll send something back. <laughs> Over the next few years, Donald and his buddies um, robbed homes and businesses. They would steal cars to transport themselves to their favorite prostitutes and have some fun. Remember, 
This is between the time he was 11 and 13. I kind of forgot that part. 11 and 13, yeah. stealing cars to go have sex with prostitutes. OMG in all caps. I can't even, that's crazy. I wasn't thinking of either one my of those things at 13. Oh my God, no. Oh my God, that is just, the oh God. Another one of their favorite pastimes was attacking other boys sexually. Yeah, this, this is not a good trio. In my opinion, opinion, sorry, maybe Donald felt joy inflicting the kind of pain he endured on other boys. That's probably exactly it. Right? He probably was like, you know what? I had to go through this. Why should you have such a good life? I'm going to make you feel what I felt so that you can be angry too. Who knows what's going through that young boy's head? All right, just thought of a better name. What is it? The Triad of Trouble. Oh my God. Yep. Mark, what would our nickname be, the two of us? Would we be the... Where's Curly? No. We're, we're Mary. Mary. <laughs> Larry and Moe. Larry. Oh, we could be Larry and Moe. <laughs> they'll call us Where's Curly. Where's Curly? Could be. We're missing one. Yeah. I like it. The terrific trio only broke up because they got caught gang raping one of the other two boys' little sisters. Oh, my God. Isn't that nice? Luckily, the little girl told her parents. Hello. That is crazy. Like, at least stay away from the fa your family. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not that I'm condoning anything, but still. Um, it didn't state anywhere if legal action was taken, but it doesn't look like it. That's sad. Donald was only 13 when his little gang broke up. So the thing I was thinking, right? So if it was one of the boy's little sisters, obviously those parents were torn, right? Oh, they were yeah. probably like, I don't want my son, my young son to go to jail. Oh, exactly. So let's just keep this quiet maybe back in the day. And take care of it ourselves, perhaps. Things I don't know. like this back then were fairly common Ugh. to be swept under the rug. Horrible. Absolutely. We've heard it time and time again, Charity. Horrible. Without his little group, Donald was back on his own with no one worrying about his well-being or what he was doing. He continued burglar... Burglar... <laughs> oh, God. What did he continue doing? Burglarizing. You're, I used to say that fine. You're the one who can't say it. Now I can't say it because you can't say it. How is that possible? Burglarizing. Sorry. He continued burglarizing homes all by himself. In 1946, he broke into a home, grabbed what he could, and was in the process of taking off when he realized someone was home. He was met by a girl he knew holding an axe. You know what? Oh, Good boy. for her. Yeah. Good for her. She was like, you're not robbing my house, you little twerp. She tried to hit him with the axe, but he was able to grab it from her, striking her in the head. Ooh. He was sure he had killed her. All right, guys. We <laughs> just had to stop because Charity messed something up she was saying. Charity made it funny. <laughs> but what ended up happening is, is she looked at me and just played this off effortlessly. Charity, go ahead and tell our fine listeners what you just said to me off air. So I coughed just a little bit and I said, I'm feeling much better, but I still have that little cough from my leftover cold. And I'm like, yeah, I know you've had it for quite a while. It's he goes, but yeah, away. you sound better. And I said, yeah, I said, or it could be allergies <laughs> or the, <laughs> or the coke sniffing. Yeah. But you said it so effortlessly. I know, but now without, I can't. You're like, yeah, it's probably allergies or it could be all that coke I sniff. And I was like, wait, what? You caught me off guard. Cause you know, Mark already always alludes that I do that and I don't cause of my sniffling. And that's not very nice, Mark, but I thought I'd make it funny anyways. It was good. And it was effortlessly slid in there. That's what she said. Well, that's why I have this, Mark. Yeah. The Dundee Award for Best cri best Creep Charity Case Watch right here next to me because I make funnies like that off air for Mark to laugh at. All right. Go ahead and let's finish up this okay. half of the case. Sorry. 
miraculously, the girl did survive. Um, and she also survived the attack on her life, thank God. But she was able to identify Donald Gaskins as her attacker. That's a good thing. Yep. While in court, um, finding out a sentence, this was the first time he had ever heard his real name. How sad is that? Really? Yeah, remember his nickname Pee Wee because of how small he was? Yep. The poor kid thought that was his actual name. Because, That's crazy. Yeah. Because he was a juvenile at the time, um, the courts decided to send him off to South Carolina Industrial School of Boys, a reform school instead of jail. I think a lot of those places are actually like kind of teach you how to be worse. Oh, just wait. Okay. Clearly, he lucked out and um, how wonderful for his mother, right? She didn't have to think about him one bit now that he was away. She must have been like overjoyed. She must have been like, sweet, I don't have to feed him anymore. If she probably upset at her income stream gone, though. Maybe. Oh, that's right, because she was using yep. him. Ugh. Um, I would think this could have been a new start for Donald as well. Maybe a safe place to sleep and plenty of food to eat, a roof over his head, etc. Absolutely. Life is what you make of it. It really is. Nope. Just uh, the opposite of a good place to be, as many of these pl- places were like back in the day. Just like you said, Mark. There was more violence and abuse waiting for him. Oh, my God. It, it gets really bad, guys. This this is this whole case is trigger, I feel like, for some people. Okay. Uh, just because it's it's on a it, it involves children. You All know? Right. It's the trigger warning has been issued. Yeah, I should have said it in the beginning. A little bit late, but sorry. Um almost all that coke you sniff kind of. Uh, okay, enough. It's confused. a joke, guys. It's a joke. Almost as soon as <laughs> Donald arrived at the reform school, an older teenager took him under his wing. Oh boy, and that's made not what him you want. his boy toy. This older boy beat him up and raped him over and over, also forcing him to do all the hard labor he was supposed to do on his own. Sounds like this older boy made Donald his own personal slave, having to do anything asked of him, no matter how horrific. The young teenager was traded for cigarettes and anything else the older boy may have wanted. The abuse was so bad, Donald escaped and joined the traveling carnival for a short time, even marrying a 13-year-old girl. Uh, yeah, things must have been really hard out there on his own because he ended up returning to school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Donald endured the abuse from the other boys at the school for a total of five years. It's been said at one point he was raped by 20 boys, one right after another, all in one sitting. That's not good. Oh, my God. Like, here's my question. Do the people who run this these types of schools just turn a blind eye and could care less what these kids were doing and just took the money from the state? I think there's some of that. Oh, my God. I think God. some of it is like, uh, oh, well, hey, now you get a lesson learned now. Oh, I, I, th- but I rape, think that's Mark? some of it. They don't care. A lot of these places really didn't care back but then. But these are, li- these are young boys. I, and I, how much not confusion. saying charity that I agree with it. I'm just saying. And here's my other thing, right? With these young boys. Okay. Yep. You're in your formative years when you're in your teenage years. They're right? learning this and thinking it's normal. They're thinking it's normal, but then they get grow up to be older and now they have, they question their sexuality. Yeah. It might, they might be 100% straight, but now they think to themselves, well, am I not straight? Because I had sex with boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just. A, this it's, goes back to this case we just had read before yeah. this where that guy True. fell in love in jail. And you're exactly. everybody. Oh, God. <sighs> Honestly, though, so far this kid's life has gone from horrible to horrific in such a short time. Do you feel bad for him, Mark? I do. Yeah. But I'm not going to for long. I know this is how it works. I've, I've learned your, your lesson here. 
March of 1951, at age 18, on his birthday, Donald was released from reform school, a school that didn't reform him one bit, most likely fed to his behavior. It transformed him into something worse. Yep. Out on his own, Donald knew he needed to find an actual job. Maybe he was on the straight and narrow. Maybe reform school scared him enough to stay out of trouble. Uh, no. What do you mean? I'm going to go with no. I could be done right now. You don't know. You said it was a two-parter. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. I should nope. I, I should have waited till the end to say that. Yes. I ruined myself. You did. Whatever. He was able to get a job at a tobacco farm doing the daily grind. You can imagine that this legal run of the mill job wasn't exciting enough for him and not enough money for him. So he came up with an idea for a little side hustle to produce more funds. Donald decided to get into insurance fraud. You know, help his community a bit. Oh, boy. He and a partner approached tobacco farmers and offered to burn their barns for free. The barns would be covered under the farmer's insurance, and they could rebuild bigger and better. And Donald and his partner would walk away with cash in their pockets. I mean, it sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, I'm down for some cash. I mean, I'm totally not down legal. for people off, but. Oh, well, whatever. That's you. Just kidding. Very <laughs> <laughs> spicy today. <laughs> I am a little feisty today. It's Tuesday. It's weird I on know. Tuesdays. The community started talking and whispering about the many fires that were taking place. Donald was the name that came up over and over as the quote-unquote barn burner. The community was sure Donald was to blame for the fraud, and someone had to confront him and put a stop to it. So, I mean, this community sounds like it's not that big. And yeah. if you're going to do something like this, it, it's this people are going to be talking. And they're well, going to Half the town's probably used his services at this point, so. Exactly. So you got half the town that thinks it's fine, and the other half yeah. is like, no, this is it's illegal odd. and fraud, so we're going to say something. The Don, the daughter of Donald's boss. And the a, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. The daughter of Donald's boss and a friend did just that. They confronted him. When confronted, he became enraged and lost his you-know-what. He had a hammer in his hand and instantly went after his boss's daughter and split her skull open. Maybe she oh should have God. waited till he wasn't holding anything. Right. That's, I mean, that said, maybe she didn't know how vicious he was. I, yeah. He was arrested and sent to jail for assault with a deadly weapon and attempted murder. Thank goodness the girl survived. Um, Donald was now in a big boy prison and he found out very quickly that real prison wasn't so different from the horrible reform school he had been sentenced to. His first course of action was to be sent to prison to the prison gang leaders as a little present. Here's a token of our appreciation. Because, you know, he was little and cute. I still need to put this back out there. I've said it on here before. You guys need to go watch a movie called Let's Go to Prison. I know. I haven't watched that yet. It's a comedy. It's a dark comedy. And it is hilarious. Do yourself a flavor. Flavor. Go watch it. Let's Go to Prison. I think it's right on Netflix. Um. So he was a little sex present, of course. Yep. He was made to sexually please them. And in return, he was told he would receive protection. Donald learned the prison life hierarchy very quickly. He realized the only way to thrive in jail was to become a quote unquote power man. If you were a power man, you were so scary and dangerous. It would keep all the other inmates away out of fear. There was one problem. Donald was so slight in size, the other minutes thought it was laughable to be afraid of him. Right. It's not like he would have been able to beat them up and hurt them, right? He's just this tiny hey, little dude. Hey, you over there, watch what you say. Yeah. I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> right? That's, probably, that's what they thought. A man named 
Hazel Brazel was the scariest inmate in prison at the time. All other inmates were terrified of him. Donald, though, he was able to somehow weasel his way into Hazel's good graces. And one day, when he wasn't paying attention, Donald slit his throat, killing him. Oh, whoa. So he slided in like, hey, I'm, I'm kind of the low guy in the totem pole. I'm, I'm looking to, you know, kind of befriended, made friends with him, kind of did whatever he wanted him to do and gained his trust. And when he wasn't looking, he was like, a slit, slit, you're dead. A slit, slit. That's great. Yeah. Right? That is. The killing earned him six months in solitary confinement. But on the upside, he killed the baddest inmate in jail. He earned the title of Power Man. There and square. Jail suddenly became real easy for him, almost enjoyable. Remember the 13-year-old child bride Donald married when he broke out of juvie and joined the traveling circus? Yes. Well, in 1955, she filed for divorce. Oh. I mean, you can't blame the gal, right? It's not like they had much time together between finishing his time in juvie and then in jail not too long after he was in the I real world. It was true love. Well, so didn't Donald because he was beside himself when he heard the news and broke out of jail immediately. He was really mad. He didn't break out to see her, though, this whole time. I just hit my, I don't even know what I just hit. Charity punched the table. (sighs) I mean, I think it's funny how pretty darn easy it was for him to break out. I know, just the way it was just like, (laughs) I'm mad, I'm getting out. Right, why didn't he break out earlier? (laughs) Maybe he had lots of help, though, since he was the power man and all. Oh, good point. Yeah. He stole a car and drove to Florida, again, joined the carnival, so... In the book I read, the car he stole I get belonged to a, they said it belonged to a uh, family member, but I don't know how true that is. So he stole a car, went right to Florida, joined the carnival again. Maybe, I don't know, traveling carnival is good for him because he can move around. Who knows? Whole new bunch of people to Must rip have been off easy and... to hide from the authorities, yep. is my thought. <sighs> he met another carnival gal and married her. The marriage only lasted two weeks, though. (laughs) Two weeks. Poor thing must have realized what kind of person she married. No worries, though, Mark. I mean, when when, when the dating pool is the traveling circus, I mean, that that pretty low on the total pool. What are you saying, Mark? You don't know. I used to deliver fuel to carnivals after hours when they would come up here and the stuff that they would do. Yes, it was weird. Oh, they would run weirder than us. Yeah, they would run around the fields naked, chasing each other. Oh, that's fun though. It's just another Friday night. <laughs> I was I was scared. I was not going to make it out because they had that American Horror Story Carnival one. <gasps> that, was that, good, that, that was a good. That was a good series. That's yeah, what it felt like to me when I used to really. Yeah, because you'd be in there. And oh, like, I just remember the last episode of that with the guy and that. Oh, okay, yeah. At mm-hmm. midnight, and you'd Love be it. dropping into these generator tanks and stuff, and and they'd be what's going in the on. nude in the fields. Oh, they did come up talk to you naked. Really. Oh, yeah. Well, I almost joined the carnival. It's kind of nice to be comfortable in your own skin. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I am not. Just for the nakedity factor of it. Right. Okay, sorry. All right. So anyways, don't worry that that only lasted two weeks because he quickly started dating a carnival woman named Betty Gates. Hmm. Mm. Betty convinced Donald to drive to Cookville, Tennessee. Um, you see, her brother needed to be bailed out of jail. And I have brother in all quotes. Just oh, so you know. That means there's something up. Off they went in Donald's car. Well, uh, it really wasn't his car as we know he stole it, but his car now. I mean, possessions <laughs> I intend to law. New to him. <laughs> Slightly used. Slightly used. Just like Bonnie and Clyde. Well, so he thought. 
right? Oh, boy. Excited to help his new gal pal by bailing out her brother, Donald marched down to the jail armed with bail money and cigarettes. But there was a problem. Debbie's quote unquote brother had escaped already using a razor blade that someone was able to sneak in for him using a package of cigarettes. Yeah. Back to the hotel, Donald went, hoping to see his lady friend and hoping to meet her brother. Is this going to be a passion crime? He's so excited. Then the three of them could drive off into the sunset and live in hiding happily ever after. Oh, the boy. two fugitives and there her. There we go. Yep, all done. All, all done. Story over. I'm going to guess when that door opens, there'll be a little something going on. Oh, no, wait. Donald was an escapee, and now they would have Debbie's brother running from the law. Right? It's the perfect scenario. Yeah. Perfect until Donald realized he had been used. Debbie, his car, her quote unquote brother were nowhere to be found. Also, a side note, her quote unquote brother was actually her husband. <laughs> oh, who saw that one coming? <laughs> now, Donald was left by himself running from the law with no car. The police apprehended him quickly and sent him back to jail with an added nine months of time for his escape. That's not bad. That's actually not bad. Nine at all. extra months added on? Nine months. Right? Hey, That's weird. Make it worth it. Not long after, he was also convicted of driving a stolen car across state lines, and he was ordered to spend three additional years in a federal prison in Atlanta. Okay, so he got, hold on, hold on. Three extra years for that, but only nine months? I, I don't know. I know, it doesn't make I, sense. I don't get it. Whatever. I don't get it. While now in federal prison, Donald was lucky enough to become friendly with mob boss Frank Costello. Oh, wow. Mm. This is actually getting interesting. Yeah. Frank liked Donald so much, he asked him if he wanted to work for him when he got out of jail and gave him the nickname. Are you ready for it? I am. The Little Hatchet Man. Ooh. Yeah. That's a nickname. Because he's a little man, and maybe he is good with a hatchet. Get it? He's a little man with a hatchet. The Little Hatchet Man. <laughs> I think we all get it. Okay. Okay, just saying. I just wanted to break that down for you guys. <sighs> so cute. Right? Oh, Charity, you cracked me up. Donald was released from jail in August of 1961. He headed back to Florence, SC, and got a job working in the tobacco shed. So back into the tobacco field he went. He finally got out and on the straight and narrow. He has a nice, legitimate job and is free to start a new chapter of his life. Right, Mark? That's the best thing to do. I mean, look forward, not back. The future's your own. Take it. All was amazing until Donald realized living the legal life was too boring for him. He felt called to go back to his roots, breaking into homes and stealing what he could. Back to his roots. <laughs> he knew this time around he needed to be smarter about his actions so as not to be detected by anyone. He came up with the idea of working with a traveling minister. He was a dutiful assistant and driver, you know, giving back to God with his unselfish call of duty. He only picked this job because he could bounce around from area to area and would be in a multitude of different homes while spreading the good word. She's spreading something. I don't he know would quietly steal from the unsuspecting residents that allowed he and the minister into their homes so graciously. Donald was never suspected. He was a God-loving man, after all. Called to preach. <laughs> I love that. I'm just here. Like, what an ass taking advantage of people that were just trying to spread love. <laughs> I kind of like this. I kind of like his moxie. Right? In 1962, Donald tried marriage for the third time, but couldn't keep himself out of trouble. Been there, done that. He has another trigger warning. The same year he got married, he was arrested for raping a 12-year-old girl. Ugh. Yeah. 
He was able to escape the police grasp and steal yet another car and travel to North Carolina. Once there, he met another bride-to-be, this time a 17-year-old girl. It didn't state if he divorced his other wives or if he just kept remarrying. I'm not sure what he did to his child bride, but I can only assume he treated her horribly because she turned him in to the police and he was convicted of statutory rape. Uh, She must have been really (laughs) repulsed by him, I would assume. Yeah. He was made to do six years at Columbia Penitentiary. Penitentiary? Penitentiary? The word you used to be able to say but can't now? Penitentiary? Why can I say it? Penitentiary? Penitentiary. Sorry, guys. He was out on parole to wreak havoc in 1968 and made a promise to himself he would never go back to jail. So he, by saying that, he didn't mean that he wouldn't stop doing crimes. He's going to try He to just stop said he's going to not get caught. Exactly. <laughs> it's because it's worked out so right. well so far. Um, before we get into part two, I want to throw this little nugget out. Oh, I love nuggets. Donald complained his whole life about certain feelings he felt and couldn't ignore, almost like impulses. He called these feelings, quote, them aggravated and bothersome feelings, unquote. You really put a lot of moxie in that one yourself. I tried. He has said these feelings are what pushed him over the edge and into a life of crime. But we're going to have to stop here before things get interesting. If they get interesting, I'm excited. Yeah, Remember, sorry, guys. Mark needs his DMs blown up because he doesn't feel yeah, like anybody loves Yeah, Mark's sad, you guys. I think you need to like slide into his DMs. I just like say, like, is that how the young, the little 20-year-olds say? Oh my God, he slid into my DMs. What does yeah. that mean? Yeah, I slide into DMs. It doesn't work for me. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. What? He's, Mark's having a time, guys. I'm having a time. Guys, midlife, the, midlife Mark Chrysler. All right, guys, give Mark some love. He needs some love. No, but it's all good in the hood. This is a good episode. I can't wait to see what's coming next. Some good stuff. Guys, 603-212-4600. Oh, wait. How's our um, email? Is that back in action yet or no? No email. You just got to email the show or, or start, use the message of the show on Facebook. So. Yes, send it in Messenger. Or you can send messages to Mark or myself as well. Yes, absolutely. Preferably me. Preferably Mark because he's feeling hurt. Although yeah. if they message if, you- If they're was- good cases, send them to charity. Like if they're, if they're good pictures, send them to me. OMG. <laughs> or actually, all the news stuff they should send to you. I do Not all of it, but he like he prefers doing the current news stuff. So if you have news or like missing persons and stuff like that. Hey, with that, we'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.